Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. Twenty-five minutes to the top of the hour here on the Weekend View in our Sunday discussion. We've continued to focus on the Palapala matter. That NEC meeting that was uh, postponed to today has been postponed once again to take place tomorrow, and it is expected that the NWC will then meet. Tomorrow's meeting, uh, the NEC meeting, in fact, is expected to guide the ANC's caucus on uh, the position that they are expected to take on Tuesday when Parliament deliberates over this matter. To discuss this further, we're joined on the line now by the leader of the United Democratic Movement, the UDM, General Bantu Holomisa, uh, Dr. Mavuso Msimang, who is a stalwart of the ANC, as well as Professor Zuelin Zimandevo, director of the, social, of, of the School of Public Leadership at Stellenbosch University, joins us now on the line as well. And uh, a very good morning to all three of you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, Dr. Msimang, let me start with you. Um, perhaps just high-level high reflections on how the last three days or so have, have played out, the uncertainty I think it, it has created, but it does give you a sense, of course, that this is by no means a, a straightforward matter. Yes, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, regarding the situation within the leadership of the African National Congress, you can see that uh, the postponement of uh, the National Executive Committee meeting suggests that there is confusion. I mean, this thing is being this meeting is being proposed, you know, ad nauseum. Uh, I don't know if it's still going to be uh, postponed. And to me, this is a reflection of difficulties that are being experienced within uh, the African National Congress. Uh, it clearly has to do, of course, with uh, the appearance or not of uh, the president before the NEC uh, so that it hears uh, firsthand uh, the information or until first time that they have... Uh, received and analyzed the report. All of this does not hold well. If this is what you're asking me to comment on. And just talking about that, that snub, if you will, of uh, the NEC meeting, do you view the president not showing up as disrespectful, Dr. Msima? No, no, no. I'm really not in a position to tell that. I don't think actually it is. I don't know what his motives would be. If the intention of the NEC is to discuss his report and get inputs from him, then of course he would need to be there. But if it is, as has happened in the past, to discuss him, his uh, status in the organization as a result of the report, then of course he must, they must discuss it in his uh, absence. I'm not quite sure what they asked him to do or didn't ask him to do. Uh, that has not been uh, brought to light, uh, to public light. Let, let me bring in uh, the leader of, of the UDM, uh, General Holomisa. Always a pleasure. L let's just reflect on the, the sense of panic, if, if you will, that I think we saw in particular on Thursday, just after the report was, uh, was, was announced. You saw the markets also react to this. There's a sense that uh, people feel that if, if we were in a situation that the president, the incumbent, was no longer in office, that the country would be in crisis. Do you hold this view? On, and how do you understand, I suppose, the, the response from, again, both the markets, from the public, and, and what we've, we've seen globally as well? 
thank you. Good morning. Uh, morning to our listeners as well and to the pan- my fellow panelists. I think what happened uh, last week was the rumor that uh, Cyril has uh, resigned and also he also called the uh, media to be briefed or address the nation. So there were those speculations. And then another rumor was that, no, the leadership of the ANC or some leaders are telling him not to resign. So what is happening here is that the divisions within the ruling party are playing out in a serious way as we see it. But the thing which we should focus on as a country is the process which was started by Parliament after ATM lodged a complaint and then a panel uh, was appointed. Mm-hmm. Everybody supported that, even the president. Now the outcome of that panel, whether you agree or disagree with this finding, it has to be ventilated in Parliament. When the panel panelists said he may have committed something wrong. That should be now looked at by members of parliament in an, in an inquiry form, format, mm-hmm. like we are doing at uh, the Kwebana uh, hearings. Yes. That's all. The rest of everyone who is saying this, uh, attacking, they are attacking each other, attacking everybody. The law must take its course. The rule of law must be uh, must be held in this country, and the president has to convince his caucus to say let that inquiry continue. I've got nothing wrong. I've, I've said so. Mm-hmm. If he says he has got nothing to hide, he must come to the inquiry. Do, do you believe, General, that that any talks, whether from the uh, the individual of the president or anybody else, talking about resignation? were in fact premature because, as, as you say, this this process is underway. Let that um, unfold before talking about whether he should st- step down or not. Yes, for instance, now we hear that he wants to take this on review. You, re- you take a review to court, it's still an opinion currently. This thing has to be tested. Yes, you can take it for review after maybe the, 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 the parliament has said no, uh, you, you have a case to, to answer it, and so on and so on and so on. But for him to say he's going to take uh, this opinion of the, 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 the panel for review to do what? What are those judges are expected to do? Because the matter, this is a property of, 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 of parliament, this report, and the parliament is still yet to, to ventilate it. Let me bring in uh, uh, Professor Ndevu, Director of the School of Public Leadership at Stellenbosch University, who's also joining us on, on the line. Prof, appreciate your time with us. Let's stay on the line of allowing the process to unfold, Prof. We've, we've seen these inquiries are, are can be brutal, they are unkind, and in fact can be rather humiliating. Um, why, why would a head of state want to subject themselves to, to that process? Is it just about accountability, but also perhaps uh, wanting to also protect um, his, his, his own dignity, if you will? Hold. Uh, 
good morning to you and good morning to the panelists and your listeners. I think these past few days have uh, really been uh, a source of uh, confusion. Uh, leaders have been responding in different ways, misinterpreting or interpreting the law and processes that have to be followed in different ways. Uh, what naturally should happen is that uh, anybody who there is a question around his conduct, around his act uh, or activity or what he has done needs to account for that. So irrespective of who he is, that particular individual needs to be held accountable. So a leader such as Mr. Ramaphosa, who has at all time, material times, uh, preached or uh, subjected himself or um, really projected himself as a person that stands for integrity, for good governance, for ensuring that the rule of law is followed. I therefore would think that it would be in his interest to really subject himself to a, a process where it will help him help him accountable, where he would then be able to put his side of the story or clarify issues that he thinks that there is clarity that is required. So a process of that nature is really, uh, as we would know, this uh, particular uh, report, it is not a report that uh, is really um, Binding. It's a report that uh, mm. says the president, there is an issue that the president has to answer is therefore one of uh, many steps that needs to be followed in the accountability process. So ideally, I think we should have avoided this confusion by saying, uh, therefore, president would have an opportunity to clarify issues uh, within the parliamentary committee or within the take his colleagues within the NEC and the ANC into confidence on what his steps would be. So it should have been clarified early and we avoid this confusion that we see now. Mm. Prof, we know, of course, that uh, one may may indeed be vindicated perhaps by, by a process, but by, you know, the court of law. But when it comes to, you know, the politics of it and, and uh, the, the perception, if ever there, there is that, that perception of, of doubt in your in your integrity, in your credibility uh, as a leader, of course, that doesn't bode well for you in terms of how um, how you are seen, how you are trusted by the by the public. We know, of course, he is in fact a a, a loved figure, a respected figure. He polls better than his own political party. We, we've seen we've seen in the past that aspect. In in your view, has that been dented? Um, it's been four days of this um, of this confusion. Um, of also what has been seen as indecisiveness on his part. He's yet to address us. We're told he's yet to address the public. We're told he's consulting, he's speaking to all sorts of people, but he's yet to address the public. W what sort of impact do you think that may have on um, on, on the profile and, and brand uh, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa? I think uh, Mr. Ramaphosa might be uh, caught in a very difficult position because you would remember that uh, beside him, uh, ensuring that he takes uh, South Africans into confidence on what has happened. The ruling party has a, con a conference, an elective conference, in two weeks' time. So he has to ensure that whatever he says, whatever his next move, uh, does not also uh, dent his opportunities or his um, chances of being re-elected. Um, as the president of the ruling party. So he has to balance that. And the only way to do it is to ensure that uh, you have the support of those people that matters the most. And in this case, his colleague from the ruling party. But also, I think because he is, as you indicated, a very popular figure, and some statistics shows that he is more popular than his own party, uh, that means that South Africans have confidence in him. And it is only him who can uh, uh, dent or dampen that confidence by not showing 
showing leadership. It is now that we need President Ramaphosa to show leadership, to engage with society, give society his side of the story. In a moment, I'll take a call. But Dr. Msimang, if you can just uh, quickly speak to the, the the process that has since been, been followed. The general touched on that. There have, of course, also been talks about whether the, you know, you know the composition of this panel should have been what it was. Initially, of course, there were issues with um, uh, Professor Callan was initially on there. He's d- decided not to take up the position. Then one advocate, uh, Mashape Silo, then you know, takes up takes up the role as well. There have since been concerns about whether or not she should have been there in the first place. Is it perhaps not too late to, to even raise those concerns, given that uh, you know at least the, the, the first part of, of this process is done? Um, sh- should these issues not have been raised even before this panel started its work? Yes, thank you very much. I, we have all <clears throat> been exposed to these uh, complaints about uh, the suitability of the panel. Uh, one has heard that uh, one of the judges, one of the panelists, uh, might be conflicted in that uh, she uh, defended Ezma um, Khashoggi against Cyril Ramaphosa. Mm. Uh, they withdrew. Uh, parliament, I think, a member of parliament uh, complained against uh, the participation of uh, uh, Professor Holland. I am saying all of those things notwithstanding, if if the report is accepted as as valid, if the findings are accepted as valid, then the processes the processes must take place as set out uh, in the parliamentary. Uh, so, I, I'm in agreement with uh, uh, the general Holomisa uh, that that this should go ahead. You see, even if there are defects, unless the, the, the Section 28 panelist report is withdrawn, and if it were withdrawn because it is um, invalid, mm-hmm. as long as it stands, it is important for the president to follow, uh, to respond to, to due process. He seems to indicate that he would like to take the report on review. It is right. My contention is this. While he does that, and he must be permitted, he must be really assisted to do that, he cannot, he should not be in office. He's living in a country that is in crisis already. You know, you've got ESCOM issues uh, with blackouts all the time. You have an economy that is not growing. You've got crime rates, all the things that, you know, high unemployment. How can he possibly do that while he holds office. Within the African National Congress itself, he's got opponents. Actually, one could even characterize them as enemies, uh, many of whom have got very serious cases of uh, malfeasance or are implicated in in, in things that uh, are are really should not um, allow them to be in parliament. a list has been published of the people who are being nominated to serve on the NEC, National Executive Committee of the NEC. When you look at the names that are being put forward, these are people that you would expect never to be asked to lead the country because some have been implicated in the Zondo Commission. So mm-hmm. how does a president who is himself in this situation continue to run the party 
and the state while he has this thing cloud hanging over him. So for me, it's no judgment that he is guilty or not. He must be given the opportunity to do that, but you can't possibly uh, efficiently run the country, the party, uh, uh, while this thing is uh, unclear. Uh, the, the last point is that uh, I see that uh, people are pleading with the African National Congress, and correctly so, to take the country on board, mm. to take the country into account as they deal with their difficulties. There has been no serious maturity to talk about within the African National Congress uh, in that regard. People are hammering at the president, not so much because of Palapala, but it's because of other issues. So maturity, which is uh, palpably lacking, is what is costing the country the difficulties in which it is. Mm -hmm. I maintain, in conclusion, that the president really cannot possibly leave this country while this thing hangs over his head. Mm -hmm. I say the president has the right to take this uh, uh, report on review and clear his name. Thank you. Uh, th thank you, Dr. Nsimang. Uh, let's get a sense of also what some of our listeners are saying, uh, calling us on 86 um, Anonymous in Cape Town, good morning. Go for it. No, thank you very much. Good morning. Uh, look, the issue of Parapara uh, and the president, the president is still allegation. So I think uh, people are jumping the, the gun and begin to judge and condemn the, the, the president. I'm, I'm just having great concern uh, uh, with the comments made by uh, General Bantu Olomis as well as Dr. Mavusum Simang. I, I think they're explaining well the processes that are to, to happen, but they're not respecting those processes because uh, if they are to respect those processes, why, as an example, uh, Dr. Mabuso will say the president must be out of the office. This issue, let it be tested and let the processes be followed. All right. Let the president be given the space to express his views and let the law take its course. An Anonymous, I think that's exactly what they're both calling for. Uh, Anonymous, that's exactly what they're both calling for. Uh, General, let me let you speak for yourself there in, in response to Anonymous. No, I agree with uh, Anonymous to say the president must uh, be given a chance to respond. But the uh, president must lead by example. Because this panel was appointed by Parliament and he supported it. Now that it has come out with uh, adverse findings against him, then he is uh, confusing the whole country. This matter must be debated on Tuesday, and that the caucus of the ANC must support that uh, the inquiry of Parliament must kick off because yeah. there are. Lots of serious allegations, and the president, I guess, wouldn't like to go down in the history of South Africa as being a person suspected of uh, being involved in underwent activities. So the issue raised by uh, Mr. Simon is correct. This is what we said in the UDM at the beginning in June, said go take a sabbatical leave. These allegations are serious because if you are, you are still in the office, there's no
no chance that the police and 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 others and NPA would want to go and arrest the president. Or, I mean, yeah, he, 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 the public would lose confidence in this process if he continues to be in the office. Day. On Tuesday, as the National Assembly deliberates over this matter, um, will the the UDM take up the stance that, in fact, the impeachment process against President Ramaphosa should go ahead? Yes, we are in full support of an parliamentary inquiry, which would uh, verify the authenticity or otherwise of these serious allegations as uh, tabled in Parliament uh, by the panel. So the, the advantage of that is that we are going to call witnesses, uh, the advisors to the president who is alleged to be flying all over the world, collecting, bringing dollars to South Africa, and many other related issues. Even Fraser himself would have to come to, to the table and be cross-questioned uh, and so on and so on. Mm. Professor Ndebo, we come from uh, an administration, uh, the, the one before this one, where the, the feeling of the party, the ANC, the, the, the governing party, and their interests coming before the interests of the country, uh, before the interests of the people of South Africa. Are we back there again? It seems like we, we are back there because this experience uh, is something that happened in the Mr. Zuma's era. And one is hoping that uh, this particular president, this particular leadership group of ANC members would appreciate the importance of having a person who leads the country and maybe leads their party as well, who does not have a cloud over his head. Whether legally it is correct, whether the commission arrived at the correct uh, determination or not, the fact that there is a cloud uh, hanging on the president's head is a cause for concern. And therefore, it is something that uh, the leadership of the ANC, the president himself, should do the right thing and take the country into his confidence. And I'm not sure whether uh, it will be possible, perhaps, to go back to Mr. Dr. Msimang's point, it will be possible to have a president uh, that would be uh, at the helm of the country uh, while taking this under review. Because we know that that process will take longer. Uh, that process will go, would probably uh, go over the, the elective conference of the ANC. So you will still have a president that has a cloud over his head. And I don't know whether we want that. Uh, ethical leadership and accountability requires somebody who would uh, really be accountable beyond what the law requires, and we are not seeing that. Archbishop Makhoba has called for um, a, a government of, of national unity to uh, essentially plug the gap while the incumbent deals with this. How, how possible is that in, in your view, Prof. Prof. Ndevo? I, I don't think we have a crisis of government. The crisis, we have a crisis of leadership at the leadership level and with the present. Parliament has done the right thing. 
by instituting a panel to review this or check these issues. Uh, so I don't think at that level we should really uh, panic to such an extent that we think that we don't have a government where the executive is not held accountable, as many people suggest. Uh, I don't think that we are at that level. So I think for me, the processes must be allowed to unfold as determined by the law uh, and the president be allowed to account. Just finally, Dr. Nsimang, as, as an ANC stalwart, how do you feel about what, what's happened here? Are you disappointed in, in President Cyril Ramaphosa? I'm pained. I'm pained by the factionalism that has crept into the African National Congress. We're not looking at straightforward issues here of Ramaphosa uh, having done it wrong or not. You, you, you have issues uh, that are internal within the African National Congress. My summary, again, is President Ramaphosa placed himself in a situation where this Section 29 panel has had to be put in place. He placed himself there. However defective the report is said to be, the, the, it really has an explanation to give. He hasn't given that. He must be given the chance to do that. It saddens me that the people inside the African National Congress show absolutely no respect for ethical uh, leadership to the extent that you can't be certain now if, 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 if Cyril Ramaphosa resigns, you're not really sure that they will take the, they will elect a person who will take the interests of South Africa into account. This is the critical mm -hmm. issue. I understand why uh, Archbishop Mahoba says what he's saying. I don't think it's going to be very easy to do that. There is a crisis, I agree, in the African National Congress, particularly in the leadership. Uh, there are difficulties in the country that require a strong, unencumbered leader to lead the country. That's where we'll have to leave it this morning. Let me thank you all for your time. Dr. Mavosom Simang, a stalwart of the ANC, Professor Zuelinzima Ndevo, Director of the School of Public Leadership at Stellenbosch University, and the leader of the United Democratic Movement, the UDM, General Bandu Holomisa. Thank you for your time, as always.